1: and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
0: After falling to its lowest level during the pandemic, the share of non-qualified mortgages has nearly doubled so far this year what's happening? This is The Principal. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. And today, I'm joined by editor Dave Krzyzewski. Hi, Dave.
1: Hey, Christine. Thanks for having me on. Um,
0: Thanks for joining us. Today, you reported on this CoreLogic report.
1: Uh, What did it say? Well, they took a look at uh, loan originations for the first three months of 2022. And what they discovered was that after falling to about a 2% share of the market in you know, really during the pandemic in 2020, the share of non-QM loans, non-qualified mortgages, has risen almost double to about four percent of the mortgages that are being originated now. So it's been quite a turnaround in a relatively short amount of time.
0: Did they say why this is happening, or do we have any insight into into why this was happening?
1: Well, it's it's a number of issues. One is that non-care is becoming more popular, especially for people who don't necessarily qualify otherwise for conventional mortgages, but also because affordability is becoming an issue. And the largest share of the loans that are out there um, or, or among the largest share is for people with significant debt to income ratios who might not otherwise qualify For a conventional mortgage.
0: So is it more that the borrowers are finding themselves in these unconventional employment situations that, you know, they may not have a W-2 that would qualify for them for a traditional mortgage? Or is it the industry looking for a new product to sell?
1: It's, It's both, really. Uh, yeah. If you're qualifying for a mortgage, you usually have to be able to show them a W-2. You have to be able to show them, a, a, you know, a credit history. And renters especially may not have that. Uh, and people who are self-employed or who are paid on contract, uh, you know, as a contract person, may not have a W-2. So they're looking for alternate means of verifying income. And almost 55% of the non-QM borrowers. In the say the first three months of the year, use limited or alternative documentation. So it's really become a way for people who don't otherwise have the necessary documents to qualify for a loan.
0: And this is a more intensive underwriting process than for for the the lenders, right?
1: That's correct. It, people think may think of non-QM as like the non prime mortgages back when we had that problem in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, in the mid to late 2000s, um, but uh, it, these are totally different. They're still verifying income. They're still being asked to uh, meet certain qualifications, and the rules are a lot more strict now than they were back then. So the loan must be eligible to be purchased by you know if you qualify for a conventional mortgage, the loan has to be able to be purchased by, say, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Um, and these non-qualified loans are not purchased by the, the enterprises. So they knew I need to make sure that the people who are qualifying for them are able to pay the loans. And there's some, uh, really good documentation that these loans are, are not, are, are not nearly as risky as people may think they are.
0: Okay, so they're they're not necessarily as risky, and, and these self-employed individuals or um, you know small business owners who who may not have the traditional um, documents are um, are actually really good homeowners and really good borrowers.
1: It's true. A uh, uh, an economist for Core Logic, which put together this report, said a non-QM loan is not necessarily a high risk loan. Uh, they're actually high-quality loans, and they're vastly different and less risky than the equivalent of non-QM loans that were originated during the Great Recession. And the truth is that despite the high debt-to-income ratios, non-QM loans are performing very, very well. Uh, in fact, the serious delinquency rate for non-QM loans is only slightly higher than the rate for qualified mortgages. is actually significantly lower than the rate for government loans So despite their being labeled as non-qualified mortgages, they're still an excellent investment.
0: So last month, we did a story for National Mortgage Professional magazine, and uh, that reported about a bunch of companies, including wholesalers or traditional wholesalers like UWM, looking to get into the non-QM marketplace. Is there something there? I mean, I know obviously refinances have have dropped off. are are some of these wholesalers looking to diversify their businesses with non-Qms?
1: absolutely. it's it's not it's never going to be a, a huge part of the market. You know it doubled from two percent to four percent. four percent is still not a major part of the market. But there is a place for non-QM loans and it could continue to grow a little bit so that, even you know especially for businesses that are losing business because of rising interest rates and, and the difficulty with home affordability at the moment there's still a way for people first time home buyers uh, renters and others to get into the market through these non QM loans
0: thanks dave for your insight we'll be right back with the rest of your headlines after a word from our sponsor
1: this podcast was brought to you by penny mac tpo Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness.
0: Here are your headlines for today, June 3rd. The US added 390,000 jobs in May. It's the first time it's fallen below 400,000 since the start of the pandemic. The unemployment rate of 3.6% held steady. More layoffs are coming for Loan Depot employees. Company officials declined to say how many have left the California-based lender this week or when the cuts happened. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Cotemporor and Matthew Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate. And the music you hear now is Glossy by SkyGaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com. Or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review so that others can find it.